This episode brought to you by Lagavulin Scotch. Guess what I'm drinking today? Jameson. Neat. (laughs) I wish it was Lagavulin. I can't afford that shit. I'm drinking wine because I hate the taste of wine. And if I drink wine, my gag reflex prevents me from tipping the bottle straight into my mouth and chugging. I didn't know you had a gag reflex. (laughs) (laughs) It comes and goes. Depends on what I'm putting in my mouth. So, what the hell are we reading? Um, Legal Affairs. Legal Affairs, Volume volume 2. Stipulation. (laughs) I'm glad that I have a talent. I'm not so sure my family would be happy that it is this. Chapter 8. My plans may not be with Matt this weekend. Again, still smarting about that. (laughs) But I do have plans. I'm in the law library at Columbia doing a huge research project on how to pierce the corporate veil for Lorraine that's due on Monday. Why are you in the library? Why are you in the law library? Do you not have a library in your law firm? Do you not have a computer terminal with access to Bloomberg? Westlaw. Bloomberg. Ugh. Bloomberg doesn't charge your clients for research. What do do I give a shit about what the client has charged? Clearly Lorraine is a bargain bin attorney, so... (laughs) Uh, okay, piercing the corporate veil. Yes, I almost fell asleep just thinking about those Piercing words. the corporate veil is cool. It's kind of interesting, yeah. It is. Just very quickly, Go piercing the corporate veil yeah. is, so the reason why you make a corporation is so that you are not liable for anything the corporation does. Shareholders are not liable, except in very few circumstances. So, so if Memphis makes Memphis Corp, and, and then I break Corp, laws. And Memphis Corp breaks laws. I can't sue Memphis. I can only sue Memphis Corp. Yeah, and then I get to wipe my hands of it all, dissolve the corporation, and leave with my monies. Golden parachute. No, golden parachutes are different. That's different. That's a CEO thing. That's a CEO thing. But before it's just we go gold. Down, it's not a golden parachute. It's just bars of gold in a briefcase. They throw you <laughs> off the plane with nothing but heavy minerals. <laughs> hey, if you survive the trip, it's going to be great. I think it'll be very D.B. Cooper. So piercing the corporate veil is when you make the shareholders actually responsible for the corporation. And you can do it in a few ways. One of them includes commingling of funds. The other is if the corporation is just the alter ego of the shareholders. Like I deliberately make a corporation in order to break laws and I mix my money and it becomes Memphis Corp. Here to break laws on behalf of Memphis. That's piercing the corporate veil. It is very interesting. Mingling of money, meaning Memphis puts the corporate money into her bank account or vice versa. Yeah. Think Arrested Development. And then don't do anything that happened on Arrested Development because it's all illegal. I mean, they're very clear about it being illegal. I may have committed some light Light treason. treason. Boring. (laughs) I could easily do the research at the office. Yes. Okay. Matt and Bill spare no expense on the online legal research software for Conover and Crown. Uh Uh-huh. But I love the law library of my alma mater. There's something about the dark cubbies and green banker's lamps on each table emitting their soft glow that makes me feel smarter. She should just wear glasses if it's that easy to do. But also, you should not be doing client work at a law library. I mean, if this is just general... Hey, give me a rundown on how to pierce the corporate veil in Canada. You know, that would be fine. But But, you can't have a single client, like you can't take a client file with you. So you can't do any fact specific work. But but this would absolutely be 
somewhat related to fact-specific work, because if it's just rote case law research, they're probably going to hand that off to a paralegal, because it's the analysis that only a lawyer can do. Anyone can do legal research. Paralegals can do legal research. You just have to understand what you're looking at. But where the lawyering comes in is looking at a case and applying your facts to it. That said, if you're a solo practitioner, you're going to be doing some research in a law library, but there are all sorts of security problems that come with carrying client files out of the office, which is why you're not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she feels smarter. Like I can absorb the yawn-inducing material better. I'm always in my research zone here. Can you imagine a Columbia student or a Columbia alumna being that insecure about her intelligence? Not a dig at smart women, in fact. I feel like if you're a woman and you graduated from Columbia, you would know you're smart. You'd also know how to pierce the corporate veil. Right. We had to do we had to do corporations for the bar. I know. I was there. I know. Six months of bar study. I've been at it for two hours, and I think I have most of my research collected. Now I settle in to read it in detail. I make frequent trips back and forth the copier. I let my yellow highlighter mark the passages that apply to our case. Okay, we're, we're getting into risky territory. And or, could, or could poke a hole in our case. She's that- just describing... Research. I, I take my yellow highlighter, and I highlight words of import. That's research. That takes another three hours, and then I'm ready to begin typing a memo. It took her two hours to research and then three 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 hours to highlight. Oh, yeah. And then I'm ready to begin typing a memorandum that will summarize all this work into an easy 20-minute read for Lorraine. Okay, now we have a problem because you have a memorandum in a public spot. That's attorney work product. If it's on your laptop and there's a privacy screen, we're still good. Pisses me off that I'll probably have seven hours of billable work seven hours of work into a memorandum that Lorraine will be able to read in 20 minutes and be well versed in the law such as the life of a lowly associate attorney fresh out of law school but that's yeah, good yeah that's why you're paid that's that's good though why is she upset about this and that your means... job is to make the partner's life easier if you take seven hours worth of work and you condense it into a 20 minute read you are an excellent attorney and then from here on out anytime somebody at the firm who has a question about piercing the corporate veil in Canada, they'll say, hey, how do you do this? And you go, I did some research on that. Let me pull up my notes. Here's the memorandum I sent Lorraine two years ago. Yeah, she is consistently upset that she has to do her job. And she apparently does it pretty well, all things considered. Uh, Yeah. Despite, except for typing a private client memorandum in a library. But legitimately, if you are given a research assignment, you spend a day on it, and at the end of the day, you come back with, here's an easily easily digestible 20-minute read. I mean, sometimes it's just an email. Sometimes Sometimes it's an email. Sometimes it's a mess and you have to call the partner and you're like, I don't understand this case. There's so many things at play and and the partner has to get involved and now you're... Oh, that never happens to me. What are you talking about? (laughs) Sometimes I have to email a singular case going, I think this is bad, exclamation mark. And sometimes you're, you get given a question that's, what the hell is opposing counsel talking about here? And you read the case they cited, and they apparently cited the wrong case, and you go, I'm not sure we should tell the judge that they fucked up. 
that's always fun. And those are things that are only ever caught by the lower associates because yeah. the partner's not going to fact well, the check. Gonna, the partner's not going to read all those cases. They're going to say, hey, can you pull every single case this person cited and see if it says what they say it says? Yeah. 99% of the time, you're going to say, yeah. The 1% that you say, oh my God. You say, we're going to have some fun with it. They cited a case that was overturned. <laughs> oh, I had one where they clearly just did like a word search for uh, that is not the standard. And basically what the case said was, some people say that that is not the standard. They are incorrect. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, Liz, no. And we wrote an entire rebuttal uh, brief to the court saying, plaintiff cited this case. Uh, they seem to misunderstand its holding I know. under this standard. And, and you have to be really polite about it. Opposing counsel or, or plaintiff or defendant uh, is misstating or misconstruing the law here. And that's a nice way of saying they didn't read They're the a dumbass. case. Oh, yeah. But the best plaintiff ones... Plaintiff miscites. The best ones are where you do get to say, under their own standard. Yes. <laughs> However, that is incorrect. <sighs> Yep, pisses me off that I'll probably have seven hours of work into a memorandum that Lorraine will be able to reach and read. I read that paragraph already. Yeah. Such is the life of a lowly associate attorney fresh out of law school. Once my memorandum is finished and I've proofed it three times, she good. calls it memorandum with a capital M. Oh my god, yeah. I don't think I've heard that except in something you mail the client. And I've proofed it three times because if Lorraine catches a comma out of place, I'll get an ass chewing. You should. Yeah. You should be handing in. It's going to go to a client work. eventually. I print it and head to the copier for one last round of copies. She okay. prints it. Yeah. And then we're, we're in danger. No, no, no. She prints it and then takes it to the copier to make copies of the thing that she printed. Oh, yeah. Why didn't she just print more than one copy? You're, you're allowed to do that. Modern computers can do that. My God. <laughs> you're seeing, you're saying this newfangled printing device uses lasers to print paper? <laughs> the future. The future is now. <laughs> Science! <laughs> uh, okay, she heads to the copier for one last round of copies. One for Lorraine, one for me... And one for Matt, just because I know it'll piss Lorraine off that I think I need to copy Matt on this. Oh my god, can she do anything in her job that doesn't involve needling her her boss? Also, hey Matt, I did this assignment for, for Lorraine. I thought you'd be interested to read my memorandum on piercing the corporate veil. <laughs> uh, thanks, we're not uh, doing that, a case not... like this right now, but yeah, if it comes up, thank you. I'm not on that matter. Um, but thanks for your work. Thanks. I'll read it. He never read he it. He never will. Why would he read it? As the papers are shooting out from the copier into the collection bin, my mind wanders. It goes to Matt, doesn't it, Liz? Of course, I it, think of Matt. Oh, <laughs> oh, I. This is the most predictable book ever. I wonder what he has planned this weekend, and I'd be lying if I didn't say I was obsessing on the possible fact that he could be hooking up with someone else. He won't. He told you he doesn't do that anymore because he's obsessed with you, bitch. Do your job. All she does is bitterly, bitterly do her job. He's doing gym tan laundry. That's all he's doing. That or he's working like you're doing. Yeah, he's a partner at a large law firm. 
Although we've been very clear and honest about giving into our attraction to each other, we never talked about us being monogamous. But you kind of did. He said, I haven't been able to touch anybody else I can think only about you, and you have said as much to him. You haven't said, I only want to have sex with you from here on out if you never touch another person, but you have each said that you are only interested in the other person right now. That's pretty monogamous. Matt has no need for loyalty to me because I've not asked for it. And my stomach churns over the fact that he might be screwing someone else tonight. Someone prettier than me. (gasps) Smarter than me. Probably. Sexier than me. Her, Her three criteria. Prettier than me, smarter than me, and sexier than me. This woman hates women. She hates women sighing i think she hates men too but you can feel the how much she detests other women sighing and longing and frustration i don't notice the man standing next to the copier (gasps) matt he followed her legal research gives me the same feeling he says assuming my sighs have more to do with the law than love (laughs) looking up i see a very handsome man he stands about six foot with dark blonde hair and warm brown eyes Dressed casually in jeans and a polo shirt, he leans one arm on the copier and pulls my copies out. Red flag, red flag, red flag. He pulls her copies out? Scanning it briefly, he (gasps) says, piercing the corporate veil, huh? No. Dry stuff. Safe word, safe word, stop, no. At this point, what you say is, I'm sorry, that's confidential, I need that. (gasps) And then you... Because the second he sees a client name, we're in trouble. (gasps) Red alarm. Even if this is a law student, this is probably just a Columbia law student. Doesn't matter. (laughs) But but hold on for a second. If anyone, you no, this is ding 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 ding. This is upsetting me. I'm upset. This is this is upsetting Um, me more than the consent episode. No, 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 stop for one second. Yeah. Even if he is a Columbia law student, which you're at the law library, and she just graduated. Whatever. They're young and full of lust, vim, and vigor. Law students also participate in clinics where confidentiality is involved. You cannot do this even to another law student. You absolutely cannot do it and should not do it to a stranger. And that would actually, them's fighting words. If you actually grabbed some of my work, I I think oh, I would I, actually get physical with you. I, I Not punch you in the face, yeah, but grab them back and turn it into a thing. At my school and, and your school, I think it's safe to say we went to the same school. I mean, I, we said that from the very first okay, episode. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought maybe you were secretly attending uh, Yale for some reason. Anyway, our printers were set up so that the prints came out face down, weren't they? Like, didn't they come out face yeah, down? Yeah, and they would also come and, out with a cover page. Yeah, and if anybody grabbed them, like if somebody else needed to print something and you just left something in the printer tray, then well, then clearly it's not important if you just left it in the tray. But if you leave something in the tray, the standard practice was lift it from the tray face down and put it face down on top of the printer. Don't look don't touch because there is actual confidentiality even though you are students you can get practice certificates because third years can do things so many different kinds of clinics uh appellate clinic prosecution clinic you know public defense clinic family law clinic housing law clinic small business law you can do so many clinics where you actually have clients and you actually sign retainers and you actually are contractually and legally and ethically and morally bound to protect these clients confidentiality and you cannot 
go around even discussing it to your friends at law school, let alone pull papers out of a printer while someone she's waiting yeah. for her papers and reading what it is. That could have been just, anything. He could have been in prosecution clinic while yeah. she's in the defense clinic and she's printing out strategy for a case. And even if this is... I'm so upset. If you don't understand why this is a problem, even with a dry thing like piercing the corporate veil, what they're plaintiff's attorneys, so probably they haven't sent a demand letter or a complaint or something to the opposing party yet. So the opposing party probably doesn't know that they're about to be sued. So if they were suing Corporation Co. and she has, we could probably pierce the veil for Corporation Co. and sue John Businessman directly because if another attorney or a law student who has a connection with an attorney saw that, even just a layperson and says, hey, John Businessman's about to be sued. John Businessman hears that and suddenly he gets to retain an attorney a whole lot sooner and with a whole lot more warning and suddenly the case is going to be a lot more contentious and it's going to look a lot worse for you. Especially because John Businessman now knows you're not going to be suing Corporation Co. You're going to be suing him directly so he knows what he needs to defend against. Also, he knows he, knows he needs to divest himself of assets now because he might get sued. This is a big deal. And the legal profession is small and- Everyone knows everyone else. You and I, we do not work at the same firm, but we know someone at every major firm in the country. Oh, I think I actually sent an email to somebody at your firm the other day. Yeah, we know people at every single firm in the country almost, the, the big ones, the corporate ones, especially in New York, especially when you go to schools- that are in the T14. Especially if you go to a school that's in New York. Yeah. (laughs) She graduated from a New York school and works at a New York law firm. People know her. They know where she works. It wouldn't surprise me if students there are asking her for job recommendation letters and are trying to network with her. They do that on purpose. All right, we. All right, all right. We're, we're beating the horse. The okay. horse is dead. Okay, the horse is dead. I'm sure I'm gonna. I'm gonna it's be been dead. very well tenderized. <laughs> so piercing the corporate veil, mm-hmm. dry stuff. Nodding, I give him a small smile in agreement. Yep, just spent a lovely seven hours on this puppy. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not in a coma right now. Am I talking okay? She's so witty. Laughing, he hands me the copies and he says, "You're talking just fine." I'm Cal Carson, by the way. He sticks his hand out to me and I give it a shake. Michaela Dawson, first year associate and relegated to law library on weekends. You're not relegated to the law library. You just choose to be there. Yeah, you have an office. (laughs) I take the copies from him and slip them in my briefcase. Standing up, I look back at Cal. So, what type of law do you do? Uh, Actually, I'm a student. Uh, Yeah, Uh, you're you're in a law school right now, ma'am? There's students here between the ages of 21 and 45. And I'm a student on my third degree. And uh, can I get a job recommendation? I'm I'm applying to to beep. <laughs> I'm gonna beep that law firm name. I fucking hate them so much. What kind of law do you do? Corporate and insurance defense, he says. Oh, with about as much enthusiasm as a man getting ready to have his teeth drilled. Corporate and insurance defense. Fun. But <gasps> she's a plaintiff's attorney. Yes, she is. He's a corporate oh, defense shit. attorney. John Businessman's gonna hear. Oh, Lord, he coming. Oh, no. But I'm thinking of a career change into insider trading, apparently. You? (laughs) 
oh, a little of this, a little of that, whatever my boss tells me to do, actually. Yeah, been there, done that, he commiserates. It'll get better over time. We both start walking out of the library together. Didn't you have copies to make? I just assumed you were waiting to get, waiting for me to get done. Nah, I saw you standing there and I thought I'd introduce myself. Say, if you want me to read your memo, <gasps> I'd be glad to. I just gave a symposium on this subject. <laughs> Red alert. What? No. What? Really? I oh, ask. No. Grateful to have his opinion? No. If no. I Sawyer Bennett is a lawyer too. If I'm wrong about something, I can get it corrected and save myself from a Lorraine no. special tongue lashing. No. I don't want to bother you or anything. <gasps> Liz. Oh my god. Liz. No, keep keep going. This is mal malpractice. Malpractice alarm. It's not a bother, and certainly no hardship to help out a beautiful woman, he says. Oh my god, ew. His eyes showing a tad bit warmer than they were before. I blush prettily because his words are nice and I'm in a matte funk. Okay, how about I buy you a cup of coffee across the street and you can take a gander at it? Cal takes my elbow as we exit the law library. I'll agree, only if I buy the coffee. Blech. That doesn't seem fair, I laugh. You have to do work and pay for coffee. Trust me, Cal says. Being able to spend half an hour in your presence is pain oh, enough. This is criminal. Wait, wait, can, can we work backwards? Because there's one thing I want to say before it gets lost. Yeah. Why was this man in the law library? I don't... If, if a crime is not occurring right now, I am... I mean, a crime is occurring. But if, like, this isn't him actively trying to crib strategy notes from the opposition i'd be flabbergasted how like how it, would she give it to him he just says that he's in corporate defense that's literally the opposite side of what you do even if they're not currently in a matter he knows who you're yeah, up against they, they, they're they, friends they golf together yeah and they're gonna be opposing counsel at some time. She's currently on an insurance case. There was the car accident. There <gasps> oh was my the God, insurance. No, he does is. he represent them? He absolutely does. Oh my God, Cal, you bastard. What do you mean, Cal, you bastard? Michaela, you idiot. She hasn't identified herself. She didn't say who she worked with. He's been following her. But she didn't say who she worked for, and she doesn't say what she does. She just identified herself as an attorney. He told her he does corporate defense and insurance. And she's just like, cool, here's my notes. Here's my memo. Here's my attorney work product. There's probably a header that says confidential attorney work product. Do not copy. I mean, you do that with everything because everything could be discoverable. So everything that you send, you legend it. Attorney work product, confidential. And that is why, you're right, it would have been legended. And so Cal, if he had touched her memo, his hand should have burned and he should have thrown it on the ground and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were a student. I'm, I'm so sorry. Please forgive Please me. Please don't report me to the state bar. And I'm going to walk away now. I'm, I'm so sorry. And then he should go and throw himself in front of a bus. I, I, I'm, let's not get carried away. But he should... A compact car. Just break his leg. <laughs> a smart car. You know Throw himself into one, in front of one of those tricycle Th motorcycles. This is, this is the most bizarre thing. This and is weird. Sawyer Bennett is a lawyer, so she this should is, know better. Yeah, this is this isn't even bad romance. Th this is this is this is malpractice. This is malpractice, and potentially, depending on the outcome, disbarable. Yeah, I mean, if he actually is opposing counsel, and she hands him the memo for the client that they haven't and they haven't if, sued if yet. If this is intentional on his behalf, he's disbarred. 
if he, even if it's an accident on her behalf, she's either going to get severely reprimanded or possibly disbarred. She very well might lose her job. She absolutely um, would lose her job. Conover and Crown is going to lose this case. They're going to lose the contract. They're going to lose the client, probably. It, and their d- reputation d- depend- would d- be in the shitter. Yeah, depending on how severe this is. Now, this might be a mostly innocent memo. This might be Lorraine had an academic question that's completely devoid of any client question she just says hey i noticed that we don't have any information on piercing the corporate veil in canada i don't know why i keep going to canada but like it but a weird jurisdiction minnesota canada the weirdest of jurisdictions if you're in if you're in new york yeah this is a big Mm -hmm. no this is a big no no this is a big problem no way she would not have lost her job this is scary yeah i'm (laughs) i'm having anxiety just thinking about it i look at cal in a different light now he's clearly flirting with me and i like it It's been so very long since someone has done that. Not even Matt has taken the time because he knows I'm a sure thing. He knows without a doubt I'll drop trow when he he crooks his finger at me. Drop trow. But this... I'm telling you, she's so classy 90% of the time. Sawyer Bennett is Southern and I get it. But th- but that's a funny phrase to put. I've never for heard a New that York phrase. attorney. It's it's drop cruisers, no, drop trow. Yeah, I I I, I can I, with context clues I can figure it out. But I have never heard that phrase before. But this is different. Since Pete, not one of the male persuasion has caused me to blush or made butterflies dance in my stomach. Giving him a blinding smile, I say, "Okay, I accept your offer of coffee. Lead the way." All right, that's the end of that chapter. I'm I'm actually sweating from this, the oh, I, me too. Anxiety, like, literally, me too. Yeah, this yeah, is no, I, this, I've I've sweat. This could be the start of a very interesting legal drama if he is seducing her to get inside notes on Matt's cases. But somehow, I don't think that after. 18 chapters uh suddenly this is going to get, turn into a riveting legal thriller but this is this is a horror story yes it is uh, legitimately opposing counsel gets your notes and information because someone on your side willingly gave it to them just because he was it cute someone on your side thought opposing counsel was cute so she just said here's the research i was doing on suing your boss or suing your client not appropriate this is worse than anything so far and i think we should leave it at that unless you have more to say i don't i don't (laughs) (laughs) just wide-eyed and traumatized thanks thanks guys uh this suddenly turned into a horror story um (laughs) tune in next week to see just how bad the state bar association beats these attorneys asses they're both going to jail guys that was a fun week wasn't it Michaela did absolutely nothing wrong and we have a brand new sexy smoking hot man for her to date and he and treats no- her right he so. treats her right and nothing at all is ever going wrong in this relationship how do you think Matt's going to react I bet he's gonna be fine that she's handing over her notes to every pretty face and the defense side so if you liked this chapter we certainly didn't if you liked this <laughs> chapter please throw a rating on the most obscure podcast service you have jingle podcasts is that actually a program no i was going what's the least popular one that i currently use and i think it's stitcher which is actually pretty popular still podcasts are us.co.uk and we'll see you next time
Bye, guys. Bye.